Well, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Inches Podcast, a podcast that looks at sports sponsorship, event sponsorship, and how digital is affecting the industry. I'm your co-host, Nick Lawson, co-founder of a company called Squad. We're helping sports teams and events connect fans to sponsors digitally through digital activations. As always with me here, Rich Frank Franklin, VP of Corporate Partnerships for the Oakview Group, Acrosure Arena, and Coachella Valley Firebirds. To our listeners, um, thank you for being patient with us. The call recording that I have used, Rich, probably since 2019 um, for for our episodes, decided it did not want to continue to update anymore. So we're switched to a new platform uh, on this. We'll see how kind of the call, call quality is, but apologies on that for not getting to this last week. I think in sponsorship, we all know um, that sometimes things go wrong and you have to adjust. And <laughs> well, adjust I mean... <clears throat> Whatever platform you were using, Nick, it was a it was a good loyal platform, and it, it served us well. You but, know, it, uh, rest in peace, old platform. Uh, welcome to the new platform. Yeah, no, it, I mean it worked. It worked for years and did its job. And they just said, "Hey, Max, updating to a new to a new operating system, and we will not mm -hmm. be updating with it." So, you know, the um, only constant is change, as they say. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But with that, excited for this episode, Rich, because I. I think you do this again when you know when we were in the same city at the Winterhawks and really going into meetings and you bringing me in. You do a great job of of this piece of it, and I think it's so important within partnerships, and that is the customer care and service, and really kind of how you uh, feed and nurture your relationships when you're not selling, right? Like not in times of either crisis, there's a problem, or hey, this is time to sell and be a little bit transactional. So. With that being said, today's topic is really around kind of how you how you can really facilitate that customer care and service to help build those relationships outside of that kind of selling season. And Rich, I know you have three um, kind of big pieces here, but I guess overall, and I think your answer is yes, but overall. Well, let's um, see. Let's find out. <laughs> let's, let's find out. Overall, how, in, I mean, how important is this piece of it to stay connected outside of just selling season i mean it, in all of your years have you do you really see this as that competitive advantage to not just be like hey i'm here when i'm selling you a package and and then you know the review and recap comes up and then we talk about next year yeah i i just i'm a big believer as i've said before that that relationships are really really key and i think that if you're not careful um, and, and let me preface this by saying, obviously, there are always going to be some sponsors with whom, shall we say, you develop a closer connection or a closer personal relationship than others <clears throat> for whatever reason. Sometimes it's just, you know, where they are physically located. Are they in your town or are they someplace else? Um, you know, sometimes it's it's just their personality. This is just a business, you know, that they're. A, a business transaction that they're doing, but I I believe that one way or the other, um, you got to have or at least try to have, within reason, a relationship outside of just I'm here to sell you today and you're here to buy today, and yeah. that doesn't necessarily mean, as I say, that you got to be buddy buddy or best friends, or you know take family vacations together. I mean, if it works out that way, great, but you don't, it's, it's kind of a fine line between being a little bit too 
close, a little bit too, I don't want to say pushy, but um, it's, it's, it's sort of this balance that you got to strike and, and what everybody is comfortable with in terms of, you know, is this just a business relationship or is this something that, that extends beyond that to, to a friendship? Um, and, and I just think that that's sort of the cement sometimes that will hold a, a partnership together. Um, you know, and, and the thing you got to be careful of, of course, is, um, you know, people come and go, people change jobs, people retire, people get promoted, they get, you know, reassigned, whatever it may be. So you don't want to put all your eggs in the relationship basket. Uh, you do need to have those, those recaps and you got to have the, the justification data, um, you know, apart from the relationship. But I think when all is said and done, you know, and, and if it comes right down to your opportunity versus another opportunity and they got to make a decision, hopefully you've got the relationship along with all the other parts that's going to tilt the, the decision into your favor. So yeah. what I want to talk about, and these are by no means the only three, these are just three that I personally have found to be um, pretty successful, uh, pretty important. Some of them are a little bit more on the business side. Some of them are a little bit more on the personal side, but just three things that I think that, that you can do um, that, that don't require necessarily a lot of heavy lifting, um, but can be very, very important in building and maintaining a relationship with your corporate partners. Yeah, definitely. Again, excited to dive into these three. So for you, what's the kind of first thing that a sponsorship salesperson should focus on when really trying to kind of build that relationship outside of just the transactional sales piece? I think this is really important one with not only new partners, but established partners. And that is, I'm a big believer that you have a regular cadence, a regularly scheduled touch base bi-weekly or weekly or monthly or whatever it may be, but that it is something that is on the calendar. Um, it's not like, hey, I'll just get back to you later because inevitably you get busy, they get busy, something's going on. Um, and as I say, I mean, maybe when the, when the relationship is brand new, you're doing it a little bit more often. And then as you settle in, become more comfortable, things are kind of up and running. You want to, um, uh, you know, throttle back a little bit on that. But the bottom line is, I think that it's important that you have a regular set meeting time, meeting day on a regular schedule with every single one of your partners. Yeah. And I think that's so key because it makes it so that you're not only reaching out when you need something like, Hey, I'm trying to sell this rink board. Um, and it's establishing that you're not just reaching out or talking with them when there's a problem, right? It kind right. of builds, builds that piece. I'm curious though, on that side of things, I mean, I've, I've had clients to where, you know, we, we have tried this tactic of like, Hey, I, you know, I want to talk to you, you know, at least once a month just to make sure the activations are going well and we're connecting well and all of that. For you, if is there a point where you're trying to establish this, but then that prospect or, or, or really client at this point is just, you know, kind of has the mindset of, we'll let you know if we need anything. Oh, yeah. Sure, I'll do a mid-season recap, which I do think is, you know, vital of a mid-season recap, as we've talked about on this. But sure, I'll do a, um, 
midseason recap, but also, you know, we'll we'll just check back in uh, yeah. at the end of the season. So how, I yeah. guess how pushy do you think you should be on this to try and establish that cadence? Well, the the answer is it depends. Um, I think, as I say, initially, as you're starting, especially, you know, if you're starting out brand new and there's a lot of brand new deliverables that you need, um, I think it's important not only that you are maintaining your schedule, but that you are regularly communicating to your partners what the deadlines are, what the buy-wins are, what you need it and, and, and when you need it by. So one of the things that we do <clears throat> when we have a, a, a new partner that we bring on board is we put together a spreadsheet showing every single deliverable and it is what is it, where does it live, who owns it, who's responsible for it, um, and then things like it needs to be in this format or it needs to be in this file size and there is a, uh, a buy when date. This is when we need a buy. And we actually set that up as a shared document with every single one of our partners so that <clears throat> if, if we set up a meeting on a regular cadence every two weeks, um, you know, they at least have the opportunity on a weekly basis, on a daily basis, whatever, to have access to that, to see what the next deliverable is. <clears throat> Again, sometimes you need to put some of this onto the partner. You got to say, look, you know, I can't, do this for you <clears throat> i can do it at a certain point but this is what i need first and this is by when that i need it so we put together a, a, a top to bottom here's the asset here's what it looks like here's where it's going to be who's responsible for it um what do we need and by when do we need it then what we do on the meeting is we just sort of the first call is okay let's go through the deliverables real quick kind of reminder where we are, what we need, by when do we need it? And then we kind of open it up from there. Do you have any questions? Is there something that you, you know, are, are concerned about? Is there something that um, there's somebody else in your office that has a question about? I mean, you, you kind of go through the specific points first, but then it's also <clears throat> a good opportunity to do a little fact finding, a little research see what other doors may open up as a result of this, because they may say, you know, we were at the game the other night and uh, we saw our stuff over here, but we were wondering about, you know, those, uh, those logos over there. How, you know, how does that work? Is that something that we could get? And so, you know, it's part of, you know, it's, it's almost like going to your doctor on a, on a regular basis for a checkup. And you're saying, okay, last time we were together, your weight was here, your blood pressure was here, your, you know, whatever, your hemoglobin or whatever else was is here. Now it's here. How are we doing? How are you feeling? Um, you know, we need you to do this. We need you to do that. So I, step one for me is no matter if it's a brand new client or it's a client that you've been working for on a, you know, for, for multiple years, set up, establish a regular scheduled day and time for a regular scheduled uh, touch base meeting to go over deliverables, talk about other opportunities and, and make sure number one, nothing's seeping between the cracks, but also um, to make sure that you're staying on top of the relationship and, and looking for, for potentially new opportunities. Yeah, no, I love that first one. So 
with that, what's your kind of number two thing to really focus on? Again, just customer success, staying in, in, in contact and nurturing that client after you've closed them. So the, uh, the second thing that I like to do, um, and I say this a lot to my, to my prospects, is don't take my word for it. I've got a list of happy sponsors as long as my arm to vouch for, for me, for this team, for this product. So the second thing that I try to do at least twice a year is do some sort of, of networking social event. It doesn't have to be at a game or it doesn't have to be at the stadium. It could be someplace else, um, sometime else. Maybe one is in season and one is out season. But <clears throat> I have found that sometimes the best sellers of my product are people that are already using my product. They are sponsoring my team. And I always try to bring in maybe, maybe you know, select couple of prospects that are close, teetering, or somebody that I want to make sure that they are getting connected with so that they can, can talk with some of the other partners. Um, in our case here, we do one that's an in-season and we do one that's an out-of-season. And the out-of-season one, you know, here in the Coachella Valley, um, you, you can't turn around without bumping into a golf course. So, you know, we usually do it at a, at a golf course. It's not necessarily golf. It might be golf or it could be just a reception, something along those lines. But really, it's just a time for our partners to get together um, in a social setting to chat a little bit, get to know. I've had several of my sponsors wind up uh, doing business with each other as a result of making introductions at one of our networking events. So number two is aim for twice a year, and I would aim for one in-season and one out-of-season um, social networking. Some people call it like a sponsor summit kind of a thing. Maybe you have a, uh, uh, somebody, an outside third party come in and do a presentation, something like that. However you do it, <clears throat> I think that, that doing two of those a year is, is a great way, again, to help build, maintain trust and build those relationships and allow your partners to build relationships with each other. Yeah. And I think, to your point too, it's like, it's, it's another touch point that is outside of the, Hey, checking in how this partnership is going. Right. It's, it's outside of that. It's an event. And then you're surrounding them hopefully with other partners that are very happy with, you know, what they're doing with you. I think the third thing is it almost creates a piece where it's a competitive advantage for you, because as you just said, if two partners end up doing business with each other, Hey, why do you, you know, stay with, you know, the Coachella Valley Firebirds. Well, outside of the partnership, which we love, we were able to be introduced to other people in the community and yes. they were able to set that up. And again, I think it's a touch point that is part of the business, but not about the business, right? It's, hey, we're getting together. You're not coming to this thing, so I sell you. We're just getting all of our partners together to kind of, you know, again, talk about maybe what's coming you know, up for the team, um, but also, you know, just the ability to meet other partners and meet other people in the community. Yeah. As well. Yeah. And, and a couple of times when I've done these, I'll actually <clears throat> take the opportunity to introduce new partners that have come on board so that they feel like they're part of part of the organization. I'll just do a quick, Hey, welcome everybody. It's great to have you here. Um, since our last 
uh, get together. We've added, you know, three new partners to to our partnership roster. I'd like to take just a quick minute to introduce them. Here's Nick Lawson with Squad Sports. Uh, you know, he has uh, 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 served his his uh, jail time and his uh, home confinement monitoring, and he's able to come out. No, I'm just, just <laughs> seeing if you're paying attention there. But um, I, was, I was curious where you were going with that. I was like, yeah, man, yeah, this is, yeah. how does this lead back to sponsorship? Uh, I mean, it's just part of, you know, hey, this is Nick Lawson. He's with a company called Squad Sports. They do digital activations a lot with apps. If you have any questions about um, ways that, that all sorts of different companies and teams are are using um, digital fan engagement, things like that, Nick's the guy. Please feel free to come up, introduce yourself. I'm sure Nick will be more than happy to chat with you. You know, and just something along those lines so that yep. <clears throat> so that the, the new partners feel like they're getting a a little bit of special attention, a kind of a welcome to the club uh, yeah. uh, kind of introduction to the rest of the group. And I got to imagine that's also a great time to talk about new, like let's say you have a new scoreboard that's coming up and it's a great time to kind of just at, with everybody all at once kind of say, hey, we have a new scoreboard coming up. There's going to be new inventory. Here's some renderings, you know, or hey, here's a new party deck that we're, you know, that we're putting up just wanted to get this inventory on, you know, on the radar for everybody. You got to imagine it's a great time also just to have everybody in the room and kind of show them what's coming up next um, to, to again, not have to go to every single partner and say, Hey, we have a new party deck coming up type of thing. So yeah. in addition to making those relationships and, and really making the partner feel like they're a part of a, a, a great group, it's also a place where you can actually, do a little bit of selling, but obviously not direct hard selling and more yeah. education kind of on what inventory is coming up or what opportunities might be coming up as well. You also want to make it just just fun enough that if the partner ever decided to leave for some reason, part of the uh, uh, part of the reason why maybe they would second guess whether they want to leave is, oh, geez, I don't know. I really like those those business get togethers. Yeah. Those are those are. Uh, those are fun, and I've made some some good connections through that. So it's almost like a, uh, you know, like a rotary or 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 other uh, you know professional a, a, a pump or it's um, word I'm looking for the chamber of commerce mixer yep. type of type of thing. So yep. you, know, you kind of want to make it that you're like, hey, this is pretty cool that I get to attend this, and I I kind of hate it if I wasn't able to do this in the future. Yeah, exactly. And I think that ties a little bit into your number three one as well. Mm -hmm. But for you, kind of what's the number three thing that sponsorship, um, your sponsorship team should be, you know, focusing on when when really looking mm -hmm. about maintaining those relationships? Always, always, always. And I've said this before. Let me say it again. Always, always remember that every single person that you're doing business with, in addition to being a decision maker, a business owner, whatever their role main title or entail. Remember that they are also, in a lot of cases, a spouse, a parent, a, 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 a grandfather, a grandmother, uh, an auntie, an uncle, whatever it may be. They've got friends and things like that. I always have found that <clears throat> when you include not just your business point of contact, but those in their immediate circle, you know, usually their family, like a spouse, uh, and in particular kids. Oh my gosh. I can't tell you how much sponsorship revenue I have generated through the children of, 
of uh, of a particular uh, sponsor or prospect because you yeah. get the kids involved. Now uh, it's it's not just me selling to you, Nick, but it's your 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 little son uh, when he's old enough saying, "Gee, Dad, that was so much fun. Thank you so much. That was really cool. I can't wait to do that again." Yeah, and and as as one of my sponsors told me one time, Rich, do something nice for me. I'll remember you for a day. Do something nice for my kid. I'll remember you forever. And yeah. it's really true. So, and I'm not saying it. You got you know, I mean, you got to be genuine. You got it. You can't be forcing the thing. But whenever there's a chance uh, to involve uh, the immediate family or or friends or whatever it is of your partners find a way to do that because that can be a, an incredibly powerful uh, influencer in uh, in somebody's decision about the partnership. Yeah. And I think you bring up a great point there of, you know, almost, and correct me if I'm wrong, Rich, but almost do it and expect nothing back, right? Oh, absolutely. It's not like a, hey, I took your kid onto the ice. You better resign. The, you know, don't forget I did that. You know, it's one of those things where it's just, I mean, again, as a, as a new dad, especially kind of in the service industry. So like restaurants, right? Like one of the time we were at, um, gosh, I guess Newport brewery out on the coast and uh, my son, Miles somehow got a hold of the water cup and just <laughs> spilled it everywhere. He's soaked. Now we're on vacation. You know, it's, it's a little bit back to the hotel and literally the waitress. And I, I think the manager, like gave us free a free kids t-shirt. It was just like, hey, we get it here. And I was like, great, put it on my tab. And they were like, no, 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 this, that's yours, right? That's just yeah. 100% yours. I don't expect anything back from it, right? That, you know, we will always go to that brewery now to go eat because again, you did something for me and you understood kind of the value that it brings, right? And again, right. you did it with no expectation. And I think to your point, really saying, hey, look, bring the family out, we'll get them out on the ice or bring the family, you know, and we'll get them on the concourse, right. As the, you know, the players kind of come out and yeah. that little thing can build that relationship. And again, not make it so transactional, but really kind of prove to that partner, Hey, you actually do care about me beyond this partnership, right? Yeah. You actually do care about, you know, whether that's making sure that my, nephew has tickets right or my brother was able to come to a game and sit lower level because he's never seen you know a hockey game from lower level and you know you did that for for me and again it's i think it's more i think to your point it's more about not like hey i did this for you you did this for me more yeah. of like a you actually care about you know what i'm you actually care about me beyond the transaction of our partnership and that's really yeah. where it's going to build that trust yeah yeah, basically what you're what you're doing here, depending depending on the age of the kids, for example, you know, in, in your son's case, he's probably not old enough to to fully appreciate, you know, what was what was done for him. Uh, whereas an older kid, uh, you know, you allow them to go out and run the bases uh uh or you know, before or after the game, or you uh, you know, allow them to to sit at the table and uh, have uh, have dinner with a with a player or, or a coach or something like that. It's almost like you're sitting back now and you're saying, "All right, all right, child, do your magic, do your thing. Yeah. We've 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 made this really cool." And uh, and uh, you know, as you say, you're not you're not doing it with 
with the with specific agenda or whatever. You're just sort of saying, all right, you know, be be a kid, and being yeah. a kid means uh, enjoying this, uh, telling your your parent uh, how much you enjoyed it, how much you'd like to do that again, and you know, trust me, that's <laughs> that uh, that can can help. Uh, cement a relationship and build a bond that no amount of added value, uh, freebies, uh, you know, promotional hats, whatever will, will ever be able to replace. So yeah, I, I, I saved kind of the best for last. I, I kind of did these in the, you know, we're, we're sort of starting at the high level with, you know, business structure, and then we're bringing it down to peer to peer type stuff. Um, and now we've taken it down to the, to the, the real nitty gritty, which is uh, making sure that that you're involving uh, not just the partners, but the partners' families uh, uh, and and associates and and buddies and whatever else may be, whenever you possibly can. Yeah, definitely. No, I love those three. So you just went over them really quick, but I'll I'll kind of recap them again. It's establish and maintain kind of that regular dialogue. Don't only hit them up when you want to sell them something or when there's a problem it, that helps bring it out of a transition transactional relationship. Uh, I love this one. I probably say just do two, like you said, one in season, one off season of getting all of your sponsors together and a, maybe a few prospects and really, really getting them to stay connected and meet new people and new business owners uh, in the area. And then third is include that the family whenever you can. And again, not making it a, Hey, I did this for you. I brought your family out to the ice. You should buy this partnership. Really just kind of showing them that you actually care about them beyond just the transaction of that check that comes in. So again, three ones that you can really focus on uh, as we get into uh, season here. Um, so thanks so much, Rich, for diving into those. Uh, again, I think really cornerstone piece uh, to partnerships that can drive a lot of incremental revenue uh, for your team as it as it pushes up there. So. With that being said, uh, Rich, if there's anybody who has any questions for you, what's the best way to do that? Well, if you've got questions or uh, maybe you've got uh, something that you've done with your partners uh, to to uh, kind of uh, further advance the the care and, and feeding of uh, of the partnership, please let us know about that. But if you'd like to reach out to me, my name again is Rich Franklin, Vice President of Corporate Partnerships for the Oakview Group, Acrisure Arena, and the Coachella Valley Firebirds Hockey Club. So you can find me on LinkedIn, so feel free to connect with me there. Or, of course, you can go the email route, which is rfranklin at oakviewgroup.com. And I'm Nick Lawson. You're probably seeing this on LinkedIn, so connect with me, Nick, Lock Nick Lawson, CEO at Squad. As always, we'll shoot this out to our listeners. Uh, send us your topics, your questions, your comments, your concerns uh, within sponsorship. We love diving into those. We love working through those as well here on the podcast. So. Um, send us your questions, send us your topics. We'd love to dive into those, but thanks so much everybody for tuning in this week. And remember, keep pushing those limits within sports partnerships. <laughs>